0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: This is what this podcast is about. It's all about...
2: (laughs) (laughs) topical references and... Need to know information.
1: I was going to say my sex um, life and other I mean- nuclear bombs. <laughs> Welcome back to Don't Tell Mom. My name is Hannah Dickinson. I'm here with Skylie. Skylie. Sky- Skylie Corby.
2: <laughs> Skylie Corby. The cutest girl in town.
1: Damn, this is our... Sixth episode of the season, but eighth episode we've recorded. I am so bad at technology that the last recording just didn't show up, and I was so upset. But we really only talked about the fact that I had sex with Matt Reif.
2: Yeah, that was pretty much the full 45 minutes, so which is crazy. No.
1: Because that, (laughs) which
2: is ironic,
1: (laughs) considering uh, the sex was less than forty-five seconds. Yeah. To recap the last episode that didn't record, I slept with Matt Rife years ago. Probably at this point, nine years ago, pre veneers, PV, uh, Mm. PVB, pre veneers and Botox, (laughs) and it was uh, it was a really short-lived experience let's just put it that way the fact that all of these girls are running around saying i slept with matt rife he was sleeping with her at the same time as me i am not surprised
2: <laughs>
1: he has plenty of time
2: no it could fit like five in in an afternoon <laughs> with traffic you're driving around la you're good you're fine god i mean oh what a character
1: If you were to tell me he was about to be the biggest comedian of all time, (laughs) not of all time, but he's like a huge comedian right now. If you were about to tell me he's the biggest comedian of 2023, I would have laughed in your face.
2: I mean, he probably would have, too. And then he would have covered his mouth up real quick because it was not great (laughs) PV. But no, I think the whole reason that all came up, I'm obviously a fan. Um, The whole reason that all came up was because of the whole thing with him, like, teasing or whatever the six-year-old and just, like, all this shit where it's like, buddy, just shut up for a few days. And everyone will forget. That's how the internet works these days. If you don't do anything, you're good. Just shut up. But he won't. And he's making things worse. And he's making himself, like, not, like, mean and edgy in, like, a funny Anthony Jezelnik way. It's mean and arguing with a six-year-old. In an embarrassing way,
1: I can't imagine being at that point in my career where I'm arguing with a six-year-old. But did he know the kid was six?
2: I think so because he told the kid he's like, "And Santa Claus isn't real," so he knew what he was doing. He knew who he was talking to. Okay, not to to like strike a chord, not to
1: defend my ex-lover, but um, right, not to defend my ex. (laughs) <laughs> but why are parents letting six-year-olds on the internet you know what i mean
2: oh that i don't know yeah there's a whole other slew of issues with that but like i'm
1: not to, not defending matt rife telling a six-year-old santa isn't real but he could google that shit
2: yes so but i feel like i mean yeah i yeah there's a lot of ways to figure out a lot of things now it's just like it's not fucking matt Reif's responsibility to enlighten the children like stay in your lane please
1: yeah that's true I mean yeah it's funny because when people find out when people find out when I tell them that I fucked Matt Reif
2: <laughs> like when they find you know, out when you <laughs> insert it into the conversation
1: <laughs> when I bring it up every chance I get when people are like do you know Matt Reif yeah I fucked him
2: <laughs>
1: uh, been there Wanna done that
2: about it? Uh, old flames you know what I mean <laughs> yeah
1: he pursued me so uh anyway uh Matt Raifu oh that old guy yeah he's been inside of me um oh how's he doing but anytime I insert it into a conversation people are like wait really like before he got surgery <laughs> that's everyone's first reaction <laughs> wait before he got surgery though right and I'm like uh, yeah <laughs> Yeah,
2: <laughs> fuck you. But yeah,
1: <laughs> well, this episode is probably gonna come out next week. Considering today is Thursday, but yeah. I'm really sad that I'm
2: excited that this year is over. This year has been total dog shit. Mm. My 2022, at least for like the first three fourths of it, was shitty. So this year was on the up and up. So bad things happened, but. 2022 like really threw me under the bus and then backed over my body like 15 times whereas anything that happened in 2023 I just got like a love tap on the bumper kind of thing I'm like all right this is not ideal but this was fine but at the same time I have heard from a few people that like 2023 they're like this fucking horrible year I'm like honestly every year I don't think anyone has had an awesome year in we're closing in on probably like a decade
1: do you think every year is going to get worse, not to be morbid? Do you think we're going into a World War III? This is the, what this podcast is about. It's all about...
2: <laughs> topical <laughs> references and need-to-know information.
1: I was going to say my sex life um, and other I mean... nuclear bombs.
2: <laughs> well, we just found the title of the episode. Um, <laughs> you know, it's not looking good for us or the world as a whole. I, but I don't know if it's going to like, I'm sure the way we're going now, 50 years ago, people would be like, holy shit, this is terrible. Like everything is, is a disaster. I think we've all just like have such a baseline now of the amount of shit that can go wrong. And that we will tolerate that. Even though there is a lot of shit going wrong in the world is just a fucking dumpster fire. I feel like we're all like, Well, yeah, and we're just kind of like coasting. So I feel like the world actually will technically be in decline, but I feel like people will just sort of plateau on like, yeah, this is bad. And just stay at that level for until like we all burn up and die.
1: Jesus Christ, Skylar. Merry fucking Christmas. (laughs) Just going into
2: the new year with some optimism.
1: Well, I hope I get a writing job before
2: that. (laughs)
1: I do. I, <laughs> I don't know. I just read that thing that um China's going for Taiwan and I'm like, really? Why now? Do can we wait? Can we hold a sec? Like why are we all just
2: one rivalry at a time?
1: Yeah, why are we going yeah. all in right now?
2: I mean, I, I, I understand
1: like, that this podcast honestly, is not the daily, but I I just I'm very confused on why
2: but it basically is. Here's a thought. Cuz we're just going on the up and up here i think it is like okay well if those two people are beefing and those two people are beefing then whatever we do could be really really shitty and like earth shattering but it won't seem as bad because all this other shit is happening i think i don't know i'm not optimistic i'm not (laughs) i don't think things are going to go good i'm scared anna
1: I'm scared, too. I had, like, a breakdown. I was, like, I've applied to over 350 jobs, not to make it about me. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) but it just feels like everything is so difficult right now. Like, no one seems to be doing well. People are still getting married, for God's sakes. I'm, like, you're inviting me to your wedding? Like, how are we throwing parties right now? But... Yeah, I, I just – every time I open the news, I'm like, oof.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Nothing's real anymore. Like, that's why I don't feel the need to pay back my student loans. I really don't want to pay off any of my credit cards. Like, why? For what?
1: Yeah. Well, I wonder – I guess that's the age-old question is, like, have things always been bad, but now we're just exposed to so much at so much – you know what I mean? We're just exposed
2: to yeah. so much at – Once that it feels worse. It's like girls finding out like shit about an ex-boyfriend or something. You can try to hide it, but her sleuthy little friends are going to figure something out in about five minutes. And that's That's, the media to us.
1: That's so true. It's like the amount of guys I never dated who I know have new girlfriends and it bothers me. I'm like, why do I need to know this? Yeah. Why is Instagram targeting my heart? Right. Well, I found an article in, um, I'll put it in the chat, on CNN because I was trying to find less morbid news. Because um, you you could predict where this conversation was going to go. So here are the eight food and drinks that are going out of business this year. Aha, seltzer water. I've never heard of it. So, and I am a fucking seltzer ha- They freak. tried
2: really hard. I remember some of their ads, and I think they had, like, a few celebs and things like that. It's just, like, there's too many seltzers, so they just, they came into it too late into a saturated market, so. Sucks.
1: The Dunkachino. Oh, no. I don't even know what that is. Oh, they mixed together. Quietly
2: eliminated in March.
1: Quietly eliminated. <laughs> um, the Dunkachino, which is one of Dunkin's so most recognized. So it recommend.
2: was mocha. It was coffee and hot chocolate. That's all, right? Yeah,
1: I wonder why they discontinued it.
2: That sounds delicious. See, this is one of those things where like now that you tell me I can't have it, that's what I want.
1: Yeah, I'm pissed I never tried a Dunkin' Chino, even though I don't like Starbucks. Or Starbucks. I don't really like um, Dunkin' Donuts coffee. It does feel like drinking Dunkin' Donuts coffee feels like having a salad at McDonald's. You know what I mean? It just feels like there's a lot of sugar in it that shouldn't be mm-hmm. there.
2: Like there's 10 times more fat in this.
1: Yeah, even, like, a black coffee. I'm like, I feel like there's somehow Crisco in this shit.
2: Yeah, you figured it out. Like, they they did it somehow. (laughs) Who needs to know how? McDonald's, McCafe, baked goods, that's fine. There's plenty of other places to get a pastry and a cinnamon roll. I'm good with it.
1: Yeah, the last place I want to get a sweet is McDonald's. Even their cookies are not very good. No. Did you see that Subway's making a footlong cookie?
2: Yes, I did. And... I I have a huge sweet tooth, but I saw like and in seeing the photo of it, it grossed me out a little bit and I was not expecting that reaction. So I'm I still once had to
1: it. Yeah, I'm still gonna try it, obviously, but I'm going to hate myself yeah. the entire time. I once right. had a Subway cookie that was heated up in their little
2: heater. Oven. Oven. Quote unquote. And, their easy bake oven light bulb.
1: And the cookie tastes like a turkey and cheese sandwich. It was disgusting. I think because they didn't clean their oven. And it it was at the end of the day. And it tastes like a turkey sandwich. And I still, like, I haven't eaten at Subway since. That was probably four years ago.
2: Oh, God. Yeah, that'll do it. That's disgusting. I always thought they had, like, a separate little oven for the cookies. But now that I'm thinking of it, I don't know why they
1: would. (laughs) Yeah, no. It's... A one-and-done all... type of place.
2: <laughs> just assembly line <laughs> shit. Yeah, no, that's just, that's gross. So that's why what when I think of McDonald's
1: sweets, I think of,
2: yeah. You have P- subways. I mean, it is the same. Pastina. That's actually surprising because I thought this was like a very specific Italian thing that's used in like um, soup and stuff like that. Pastina, do you think it's just
1: too expensive to make because you have to have little stars cut out?
2: Probably. Cause yeah, it's not like a regular pasta thing where you just run the pasta sheets through and like cut into strips and you're good to go. It's I'm sure there's like a little cookie cutter situation.
1: Rosoni Pastina, Rosoni um, announced on Instagram after extensive efforts, we regretfully announced that the Rosoni Pastina will be discontinued. This wasn't a decision we wanted to make. <laughs> Why is it like someone
2: died? Right. Wait, also, are you seeing the box serving suggestion? Look how tiny those little stars are. And look how many of them are in the serving suggestion. It's like 11.
1: No. Where?
2: It has like, you can see like the little see-through window, like the pasta in the box. But then right under the blown up picture of the pasta, it says serving suggestion. Is 11 pieces? Yeah, that's... I don't understand. No, I think... That's why they went out of business. That's why they discontinued it. They're like, this isn't making any sense to anyone. Yeah,
1: 11 little stars. If you don't know what pastina is, it literally is like a crumb of a piece of pasta. Yeah. There's no way that's right.
2: No, I don't think so either. But, okay, moving on. Sierra Mist, honestly, who fucking cares? Sprite is elite. They taste exactly the same, uh, truly, but, like, I guess if you're, like, a Coca-Cola and Pepsi purist, I'm sure you can tell. But nobody needed another lemon-lime soda, so that's fine.
1: Yeah, Sierra Mist is the white trash version of – right. Yeah. I have no qualms. Also, what the fuck is a Sierra Mist? It's, like, the Sierra Mountains. That's what comes so. off the Sierra Mountains. No, it's not. Yeah. That also should be the name <laughs> – for water. Why is it sour then? Why is the mist coming off the
2: limes?
1: (laughs) It's like someone peed when they finally hiked the Sierras and that's what the soda is. They just
2: sprayed it out. Yeah. Wendy's grilled chicken sandwich? That's not... not, No. I mean, if I'm going to go get a grilled chicken sandwich, I would choose Chick-fil-A or possibly anything else but I do like I have an affinity for Wendy's I kind of like Wendy's so that's a little sad and it's like the only healthy thing I think they made I
1: I just don't imagine because the photo in the article looks so fresh
2: yes that that I just like I'm so hungry and I want that right now
1: yeah I don't imagine that the lettuce and tomatoes actually look like that
2: no no chance Or just that it's all like perched so nicely like that. Like when you open up a chicken sandwich, it's this just squished together thing with one of the ends of the chicken being really dry and has been recooked like three times. I will say though, Wendy's does have, and I think they mentioned it, they have like a really good chicken wrap. So we're not losing anything. It's fine.
1: I don't know why this like brings me sadness because I don't eat at Wendy's.
2: I mean, it's like when a restaurant closes, like if you ever get news that it's like, oh, this like New York institution has been open for 80 years and it's closing. And then you're like, wait a minute, they can't close that. Like, why would they do that? Even though you've never been, even if you're like, oh, I've been meaning to go. I've always really wanted to go. I've heard about it, but I've just never actually been. And then they're like, okay, cool. Well, we have to close down business. You're like, wait, they can't do that. That's my spot. And then that's like if they were to close
1: Olive Garden in Times Square, I'd be really sad.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Even though one Not time I was... because it's
2: Olive Garden.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, because it's Olive Garden and Times Square. It's a staple of New York City. I yeah. was once eating there and a waiter picked up the tray and her hair was just fully in the pasta when she raised it to her shoulder. It was so disgusting. But I would still be devastated oh, if it were to close.
2: Well, I just think it's like such a shtick of New York. Like... The huge Olive Garden in Times Square—that's literally in the middle of everything. Like, yeah, why? What else would they put in there? They can't. They can't put a real restaurant there, so <laughs> it has to be like. They, actually, I take that back. If they it's were a- to take out the Olive Garden, an acceptable substitution would be Red Robin. I would be perfectly happy with that. That's true. I feel like
1: yeah, that's like a buca de beppo type of buca de becca. Yeah. <laughs> Bucca. Bucca. Buca de Beppo Beppo would also work. But it is like the Dr. Evil Starbucks. You know what I mean? It's like such a. Yeah. It doesn't feel real. But it's always crowded.
2: Well, yeah, because people that come and visit New York from like Iowa think that New York is Times Square. So any of the Italian places they're going to eat at are either. Uh, Carmine's Olive Garden Like it's people that are like oh my god we came to New York I'm so excited but I'm terrified to step outside of my comfort zone so I'm going to stay between 50th and 41st street and I need to be surrounded by all the things I recognize which is Times Square and then that's it so the the tourists need that Olive Garden that Olive Garden is not going anywhere as long as families from the Midwest are trekking into the city they'll be fine It's do you still eat at Olive Garden? Do you ever eat at Olive Garden? No. I don't think I've been to an Olive Garden in twenty five years. I couldn't tell you. I have I think we've talked about this before. Olive Garden in Times Square does like a New Year's Eve thing. And I've seen that. that. Yes. So I think it's like it's a New Year's party. I think the tickets are like three or four hundred bucks. It's all you can eat and drink for i'm assuming like six hours which is absurd but the big thing is they have like a little area right outside so a little and they're right by the ball dropping so instead of like having to wear an adult diaper and wait in times square with all the other psychos you can go to olive garden have your little night and then right before the ball drops you go out into this area and see the ball drop and cheer. And then you go right back inside and like eat and drink some more. So it's the perfect night. And it does I'm have
1: a really it. good location for the ball drop. Yeah. So that's what you're paying the $400 for.
2: That and the unlimited soup salad and breadsticks on crack. <laughs> yeah,
1: I would go maybe I can't go this year cause I have a wedding, but I'd go next year.
2: Yeah. I'd be down to go. It's just, like, the ideal scenario where you're like, I know exactly what I'm getting into. I don't expect this to be anything great, so let's fucking do it. And it's funny, so that's all I need.
1: Yeah, I don't think there would be any hot guys for me to make out with, but I think I could find someone to make out with.
2: Yes. Yeah, you do have to lower your standards, but I think you know that when you're buying the ticket, so...
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't think anyone's buying a ticket to Olive Garden and is like, I'm landing a 10 tonight. No one's walking into an Olive Garden and leaving. Even as a 10, honestly, your pants are unbuttoned. So yeah,
2: you're not feeling good about yourself in one way or another. So it's honestly best way to start the year. It can only go up from there. So why not?
1: I don't know. I had this crazy New Year's last year where I flipped out on this guy and my year was so bad. So this year I'm trying to play it cool. Got it. I think this year I'm really going to set my intention for what I want this year and try to have a very chill New Year, so that my year just goes smooth sailing.
2: So it just follows suit. Yeah, I think that makes sense.
1: I'm just trying to make things a little... Not so chaotic. Like, I feel like I had such a chaotic New Year's. And, yes, I'm very woo-woo now. Ever since I went to rehab, I'm very, like, you know, reading my horoscope. Even though I, I have lost so much faith, I stopped reading my horoscope on a daily basis, which is a big Aww. deal for me. Um, But I do think there's something to, like, setting intentions. And if you act like a crazy fucking bitch, you're going to get a crazy fucking year.
2: There's It's not wrong, so... So set your intentions.
1: Yeah. It's almost been a year and I still carry so much shame.
2: I mean, yeah, but those are the things that like, no matter what, they're going to stick with you. So I have those from years ago and I'm like, oh, fuck. (laughs) That's
1: what sucks. I'm like, I'm going to be laying on my deathbed and being like, (gasps) I was a crazy bitch. I'm going to be in the nursing home. And you know how they have this Instagram that's like, what made you live so long? And I'm going to be like, the, <laughs> the plight of redemption from New Year's 2023.
2: Just guilt and suffering for the past 60 years. <laughs> really kept me going.
1: But yeah, so this year I'm just going to try to meditate. I actually have a wedding. <laughs> so somewhere between... <laughs> you know, the vows and midnight, I'm going to find a place to meditate and I'm going to have a word of the year and I'm going to try to just be calm and Zen.
2: Nice. I like that. Do you have your word of the year? (sighs) I don't even know. I think, I think I just need a year of like putting my head down and just, doing what i'm told (laughs) so i guess my word of the year is submit (laughs) like i gotta stop telling people my opinion because no one gives a shit and it's been doing me more harm than good recently to like throw in my two cents so i'm just not going to and
1: do you mean at work or friendship or what
2: mostly work um just because I have all these ideas that I'm like, oh, this could be done a lot better. I don't think we do things well for whatever reason. And then I just don't express that in a constructive way. I express it more in a, what the fuck are we doing here way? And no one likes that person. So I just need to tone that down. I think I also have some friends that like, actually I would say with friends, it's almost the opposite. I feel like I have some friends that I'm like, ooh, I'm not so sure about that choice. But okay, Skylar,
1: <laughs> not
2: you. <laughs> I, okay, was gonna say, I was going to say, I was going to say, what did I do, Skylar? Not you. You didn't do anything. I just have some other friends that I'm just like, okay. I'm like, I'm not good at the whole, I'm trying to be good at the support your friend, even if you don't support their situation or like their decision kind of thing, but I'm not that type of friend. Like I'm not the friend that you come to when you're, when you want me to tell you how good you did at something stupid. I'm the one that's just going to be like, what did you do that for? Mm. And I need, and like, I don't know that that's beneficial anymore. I don't like, I think sometimes people are going to do whatever they want to do anyway. So me throwing in my sometimes just making things awkward.
1: Sometimes I feel like people do it all the time. That is one thing I've learned. Even with myself, my friends are like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I know what I'm doing. And then I'll be like, what (laughs) was I doing? (laughs) Yes. For example, the New Year's. I can't get over. I need to get over it, but it's hard to get over. I I need to get over it.
2: That's. I mean, think of it this way. like. Do you think the guy still remembers? Yes. Because if he doesn't remember, who cares? Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> I still think he's like, that bitch is so crazy. Which, I don't care about his opinion. I don't. The f- reason why I care is because he's absolutely correct. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, it wouldn't be a big deal if he was like, I'm just not it. Like, I don't care that he doesn't like me. I don't care that it didn't work out between us. I care that that asshole is like that bitch is actually out of her mind and I can't even be like the best version. I can't even be like, that's not true. I think the fact that a guy was able to push me so far to the edge and get me there is like very disappointing to me. It doesn't matter who the guy is. You know what I mean? Like I don't care who he is so much as that I let myself get that far with someone I didn't even really know. And that to me is like driving me It, it, it gives, it, it sends a chill down my spine, you know, but the good news is when something bad happens, so when something so bad happens that you're like, I'm so embarrassed by it, all the other shit that you're embarrassed by is nothing. Yeah. (laughs) Like I used to have flashbacks from like 10 years ago and i am like, (gasps) but now I'm like, just like, yeah, that new year's really topped everything. There's really nothing. Yeah that I've done There's or something else that
2: you can like feel bad about anymore. You're like, yeah, eh, well, or you're like, I've now like, you know, when you're like, Oh, I've done worse. Like now you officially have done worse than the other, the previous embarrassing things. So you are like, okay, that one's, that one can be buried now. Yeah. Like
1: I feel like most of my embarrassing behavior, you can look at both sides of the situation and be like, yeah, but in my defense, this and that, and with this situation, mm-hmm. you could be like, in my defense,
2: nothing. <laughs> <laughs> in my defense, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I just feel like I should be on that show Snapped, you know? <laughs> mm. Did you ever watch, this is showing my millennial. Did you ever watch the MTV show Boiling Points? Where, like, they put people in really annoying situations, and if they could last, I don't know, for, like, any amount of time, it was, like, 10 to 20 minutes. And if they lasted, then they got, like, a 100 bucks or something like that.
1: I do remember this show, but I don't remember, you know, the details of it. I just remember watching it after school
2: it was basically that it's like they would, it would be like people waiting in line for coffee and it'd be a really obnoxious barista or like a stupid or a rude barista or something like that. And if people could withstand it and just deal with it, then they'd got a hundred dollars. But the whole fun of the show was that like, people can't do that and would like yell or freak out or whatever. And anytime I'm in a situation, like where I'm like feeling I'm at my tipping point, I have to think I'm like, there's a chance you're on a TV show right now. Or if I was on Boiling Points, would I? Would the hundred dollars be worth it to me? Or would yelling at this person be worth it to me? And honestly, a lot of the time, it's the yelling. I want to get that out of my system. And enough. But sometimes, when I'm really in a bind, a hundred bucks can uh, make me tone myself down.
1: Well, you should add for inflation. We should just say it's five hundred bucks. <laughs>
2: I mean, yeah, now from 2004 until now, we've made quite a jump.
1: That's actually a very good way of looking at things.
2: If you're ever in an annoying situation,
1: you you just think, I could be on a TV show and if I make it through this, I can win money. That's such a good way of calming yourself down.
2: Yeah, it'd be really sick if at least one of those times you were on a TV show and won money because I feel like I can only do it. So many times before I'm like, yeah, but like, I would say that a big, if you were on a TV show, you'd be winning money. If you just last five minutes, just be patient. And then 30 seconds later, I'm like, but I'm not on a fucking TV show and fuck these people. And then I flip out. So,
1: uh, that's like me every day trying to express gratitude and hold my crystals and be like, everything's going to be okay. And now I'm like, are these crystals fucking real?
2: Are you placing them in the sunshine to recharge them? <laughs>
1: no there is no sunshine (laughs) because everything is so fucking bleak that's probably why they're not working yeah (laughs) but that's like I got a crystal that I thought was a crystal and it was a Himalayan salt rock it was a ingredient that you use to cook steaks and I had it Mm -hmm. in my bedroom and I was praying to
2: it and I'm like (laughs) Were you licking it like a deer every now and then? (laughs) Now I am. Yes. No, it started melting. I'm like, why is this melting
1: everywhere? No.
2: Ah, gross.
1: Yeah. So, did you hear that Vin Diesel's assistant, did you hear that Vin Diesel's former assistant is suing him for molesting her in a hotel in 2010?
2: Yep. Where he did the same thing that who like honestly that kind of Harvey Weinstein did in someone else what is with men masturbating like making people watch them masturbate or masturbating in front of people like who's that fun for I don't get that
1: I also wonder that when it came out about Harvey Weinstein was Vin Diesel just like fuck it's only a matter of time
2: He's like, let me crank out another five Fast and the Furious movies as soon as possible. Maybe people will forget if there's more explosions. He has no other career aside from that. So I don't know. But yeah, I'm sure he had a minor freak out when all that came to light. He's like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. He's like, we can't do that. That's. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) I guess, like, he was furiously masturbating and then probably came really fast. He's like, this is just all I know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he was masturbating fastly and came furiously. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, is it because I heard it's because the statute of limitations is now gone in New York or it's set back 10 years or something. So that's why everyone's coming forward right now.
2: Probably. So, like, all
1: these people were protected by the Statue of Limitations, and now that it's gone, these women are like, oh, by the way, yeah. Vin Diesel's a piece of shit.
2: Did I think the, I mean, not that that part's fine, but it was also the fact that didn't he fire her, like, a little bit later? Like, very soon after this all happened, he fired her as his assistant. So it's just like, dude, if you had just masturbated in front of her and then kept her on the payroll for a little bit longer, not saying that this would have never been a thing and she wouldn't have felt the exact same way that she does, but it would have looked a little less shitty on top of an already shitty thing. Like, come on.
1: Yeah, it's almost like he had a sexual encounter with her and then was like, I don't want to see her anymore.
2: Yeah.
1: He hid it and quit it.
2: He hit it and quit it, but professionally, it's like, no, dude, if you hired her, it's not quit it, you have to fire her, and then it's even worse than what you already did. But, I mean, have we ever, look at his body of work, have we ever thought of Vin Diesel as, like, an intelligent man, a talented man, a good-looking man?
1: No. Not to to victim shame or whatever, but yeah, reading
2: that, I'm not like, Vin Diesel? (gasps) Yeah. There's very few people that would shock me now. And he like, Vin Diesel, I'm just like, oh, uh." like that was my reaction. I saw it and I showed it to Ryan because he loves Fast and Furious. I'm like, uh oh, go get your boy. But it wasn't like, oh, my God, you're kidding me. Like, if it were like a Paul Rudd, I would be rioting the street. Like, I would be like, that cannot possibly be true. Like, there's just no fucking way. But every other possible man ever, I'm like, yeah, okay. I see it.
1: Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. He just looks like a pit bull who took steroids. Honestly, yes. Not even though I've I've actually heard Pitbull's a really nice guy.
2: I've heard Pitbull's a really nice guy. See, Pitbull would be one where if the news came out of like I would believe it because he's got a little bit of like creepiness to him. But I I've heard so many and his name is Pitbull. Yeah, and his name is Pitbull. <laughs> but I've, all, I've heard so much good stuff that I'd be like, oh, that's really disappointing to hear. I would believe it, but I'd be like, oh, that's shitty. Whereas with Vin Diesel, I'm like, yeah. Mm. And then I don't really care what happens to him. Do you think he's going to
1: get banned from the Fast and Furious movies?
2: I mean, I fucking hope they all get banned. We don't need any more. There's 10 of them. Why did we need the The first one isn't good. The second one is that none of them are good movies, and somehow we have 25 years worth of movies out of this shit. I don't get it.
1: Um, Chad from Chad Goes Deep, like, this is probably five or six years ago. He was like, do you want to see The Fast and the Furious with me in theaters? Because they were playing the original in theaters. And I was like, okay, I'll go just to, like, see. Yeah. And I think I fell asleep. I was like, <laughs>
2: of all... <laughs> Yeah. Which is pretty
1: hard to do with all the sound.
2: The explosions going <laughs> off and like all the cars flipping over. Yeah.
1: And I'm like, boys are crazy. Like, this is their entertainment. Boys love this shit.
2: Yes. I mean, that's that's what the driving force has been. I don't know one like, and even the boys that like it can admit that they're not good movies, but there's just something about them that keeps people going back. Because I will say, like, the first movie, while well, Awful and embarrassing at least is to a certain point realistic like with just okay guys racing cars but no okay. take the first watch the first one and then watch the 10th one and it's like it makes they're like spies or something now solving crime why are they solving crime why is ludicrous solving crime <laughs> in a bulletproof vest and flipping a car over and landing it and driving away. Why is that happening? Makes no fucking sense.
1: Well, it's kind of like Lost, the show Lost, where in the beginning, it's like, okay, these people crash on a plane. But then it's like, how do you, where do you go from that? You know, if you already yeah. start in crazy town, how do you go even crazier? So then, yeah, of course, it ends with, I I don't even remember how Lost ends. But yeah, I'm not surprised Ludacris is suddenly an international man of mystery.
2: Yeah. He's fucking Austin powers, but with a Ferrari, I guess I don't even know. Like all of like it's I think it's with any T V show. Like there's the first season, which is always a little iffy because you're seeing if it's actually good. If it is good, the next two or three are pretty good. If it's like the O.C. and should not have gone past season three, season four is fucking ridiculous, but then they know to stop it. Or then you get like a Grey's Anatomy where they just have to be like, I think there was a plane crash in Grey's Anatomy. Everyone has died in Grey's Anatomy except for Meredith Gray. And it's just all the shit where we gotta keep the machine running. And that's also embarrassing. Like, it's, I don't know. The Fast and the Furious in particular is just absurd because of how absurd the whole thing got. But I think there's a certain level of like, you know what, TV shows and movies, you could stop at four. Four should be the max. Rocky Four, the best Rocky. They made more. Not great. But Rocky Four is where it should end. Number four is The Limit.
1: You really get far in these series. But did you know The O.C. <laughs> was only supposed to be a one-series show? A one-season show?
2: I mean, I believe it. it.
1: It was supposed to be, like, summer trash. And then it was so popular, they kept going. And then it was like... I, I mean, know. no. I watched The O.C. recently, and I was like, these people make Euphoria kids look like pussies. Honestly. <laughs> Because the shit that these kids go through with the drug dealer and the brother and the murder, I'm like, yeah, like, Euphoria is just the OC, but, like, L.A. pussies.
2: It's, like, it's the OC adjusted for inflation and with, like, a new soundtrack.
1: And, it, and the heroin epidemic. Yeah, that. But... Yeah, I I rewatched the OC. I was like, "Holy shit!" Because I wasn't allowed to watch it in high school. Ironically, of all the things, my dad was like, "Hannah, this is a bad influence on you." So really? then I had to wait, yeah, ten years until I went to rehab to watch the box set. But
2: <laughs> that was um the OC was a big deal in our house because I turned my brothers on to it, and they were fans. So we would all watch. It was me and the boys. We would all watch it together, and then. Cause it like, I think it was on for one or two seasons and then Laguna Beach came on. And I like, I think binged Laguna Beach one summer and all those kids were like a couple years older than me. So I'm like, oh my God, these are the coolest people in the world. This is what high school is all about. And then like me and my snaggletooth waddled off into obscurity, but I loved all of that shit.
1: I still think Kristen Cavallari is the coolest person in the world.
2: I think so too. I love Lauren. Like. I can't pit them against each other. I love them both. I I think they're both great.
1: You know who I ran into at my local coffee shop in New York is Lo Bosworth. <gasps> Jealous. Oh, and I she was with her, her dog and I was like, oh my gosh, because our dogs were – she has a dog named Tomato and my dog, Miley, was playing with Tomato And I was like, oh, my gosh, hi. Um, I was like, oh, a big fan of your supplements. I'm not. I've never taken. I actually do have her supplements, but I don't really take them. I just bought them because I have a spending problem. Right. Um, But I told her I love them. And she was like, oh, that's so nice. Thanks for telling me that. And I really want to be like, I loved you on Laguna Beach.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I'm jealous. So that would be one person like, like, I don't know. I guess you can call her a celebrity. She is um that I would actually talk to I feel like other people I see and I'm like no I don't want to approach you but I feel like she would actually be chill and normal about it as long as I toned it down and got my shit together uh
1: yeah also it helped that my dog and her dog were playing
2: yeah I would have to come steal Miley and just stroll stroll around Soho until I find her
1: yeah my ex-boyfriend said that you know, the one that I lived with was like, she's the celebrity. um, She was his celebrity exception or whatever.
2: Oh, like hall pass hall
1: pass. And I was like, that's Mm. not even a real celebrity. Like she's so approachable that like that feels fucked up.
2: Yeah. That would just feel like cheating. Like, (laughs) I don't want to say that's aiming low because (laughs) no pun intended. It's not aiming low because I love her and I think she's great. But it's like you have a hall pass for any famous person, and you're going after like the best friend from Laguna Beach in the hills. Come on. Ah. But
1: we wanted, all to he did. had
2: really poor judgment, so who cares?
1: Yeah, that was just his way of telling me he wanted to cheat on me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Hey, my celebrity hall pass is a fucking one-day victim on NCIS. You know what I mean? Yeah. A girl who gets murdered. You're like, yes. okay.
2: <laughs> Great. Love that. I, thank you for sharing. I love that we feel so comfortable around each other.
1: Um, okay, this fashion trend has been driving me crazy. Is girls wearing underwear over tights and walking around? Who do these bitches think they are? Also, it's so cold
2: out. It's real feel like 30 degrees.
1: I, Who is that for?
2: I don't know. Because
1: they're wearing tights under it. So it's not even like their legs are exposed. They literally just look like Superwoman. And it's driving me up the wall. Granted, I will probably be wearing it in six months. But I'm just saying... It's wild to me that girls are wearing this now. And it's like a trend. It's wearing underwear over over tights seems to be a trend.
2: Have you seen it in the wild yet? I haven't.
1: I haven't. No, I haven't. Okay. But even – it doesn't start in the wild. It starts on the red carpet. It starts in the tabloids.
2: And it's eating up
1: the tabloids and it needs to be stopped.
2: I just – I don't – because like – I've seen the pic I've there's certain people that I'm like okay you're doing it and it's like a fashion thing I still don't get it but I'm like okay but then there's a picture of Kylie Jenner with like a great trench coat on and literal tidy whities and like a Hanes tank top and that's what she I'm like you just forgot to get ready like I feel like you got distracted and then you're like oh gotta go put on my coat and walked out and then like had like a Regina George moment where she walks out after um, the holes have been cut in her tank top in gym and she has her purple bra showing. I feel like Kylie Jenner's doing that where she's like, holy fuck, I forgot to put on the rest of my clothes. And then she's like, well, whatever. And then just walked out. And obviously the paparazzi was there. And that's just now she's like, it's a look. I'm like, okay.
1: Yeah. These women are so busy that they need to put that they forgot to put clothes on. Yeah. But it's driving yeah. me crazy. It's It's like watching a living nightmare because everyone has a nightmare that they forget to wear pants and now it's just a trend in fashion
2: yeah now we're just bringing that to life I hate it no I I do think it 'll like because I think it started like with the whole naked dress trend where you could see like you'd be wearing a sheer dress but you could see your underwear underneath but it's like okay I feel like that's where it began and then we just took the dress off
1: (laughs) we're not even trying (laughs)
2: anymore No, we're just like fashion. Fashion means less clothes.
1: (laughs) And I have a question. Are they wearing underwear under their tights that are under the underwear? Because if not, that is a yeast infection waiting to happen.
2: Mm -hmm. I was going to say that too. Like, it's not like it's more efficient. It's not easier access to anything. Like, you now, you, you have more layers, more complicated layers between you and peeing. What are you doing?
1: You know what? See me this spring. I could be out here, no <laughs> pants. I don't know, because I hate on things and then I jump on board.
2: Yeah, I know I do that too. I don't think with this one I will be. Um, I don't think I have the proportions for this, but I support you. Actually, yeah, it will depend on the springtime. Let's see how your New Year's goes, and if it's a great New Year's, will that lead to tights under underwear or making better decisions?
1: Do you have any good luck rituals for the new year?
2: Not really. I don't like, I don't know. I, I, I am a big new year's resolutions person, but not, that's more to just like, keep my shit in check, I guess. I don't really. So what's
1: your new year's resolution?
2: Um this year what were my last year I could tell you what they were it's so far away um I don't know like this year it's probably just to it's always like save money which I have no control over (laughs) I feel like I should and then I try to do that and life comes at me way fast and I'm like never mind um that I don't know like I think just kind of I guess take advantage of the city a little bit more just because there's a possibility that this is my 2024 is the last year in new york i don't actually know that for sure yet but if it is there's like bucket list things and i'm like i really i've been here a decade so i should do something about that but i don't know it's so sad it's like i know it is kind of sad i don't want to talk about it but yeah i think it would be that like maybe just take advantage of the city in the way, we're, like, not in, like, I, I want to hit all the bars and, like, do all this. That's I'm, less important to me these days. But I think it's more, like, I want to be, like, the person that's, like, oh, let me go and write in a cafe every Sunday. And, like, that's my five hours of my Sunday. And that's very chill. But it's, like, ooh, cute. I don't know. Something like that. I need to. Actually, I will tell you one New Year's resolution. I need to get this fucking book <laughs> off the ground. So I can stop talking about it, and so people can stop asking me about it, and I can lie and say that I'm doing it. Like, I actually do need to do that. So that's the main one.
1: That's a good one. Mine is to finish this movie that I'm writing. Yes. Um, And my other one is to get better at this podcast and the technology of it. So mm-hmm. – Yeah, I want to have a better – I just want to get a better wrangle on it. You know, we're back – we came back in 2023, but 2024, I want it to really boom, boom, pow, you know? Yes. But I feel that about my stand-up. I'm like, everything's just going to be better in 2024. I mean, yeah. (laughs) I think this year I stopped Adderall, so I had to adjust, and then – right. Next year, I want to come back as if I was on Adderall. You know what I mean? I want to be, like, mm-hmm. the best version of myself. But I just... While not
2: pre- on it.
1: <laughs> well, not, not
2: addicted to Adderall.
1: Yeah. While not yeah. Uh, s- suffering. I... I will... <laughs> well, uh... I will say the one thing I wanted to give up this year or the a few things that I wanted to give up this year was taking Adderall and also being obsessed mm-hmm. with guys. And I think I did those things like I, I did stop Adderall and I also stopped obsessing about guys because I was so humiliated that it like kind of humiliated the shit out of me. Literally, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I just, just like, Oh, I cannot repeat that again. So what are we going to do to fix it? And like, just the fact that it replays over and over in your head is enough to be like, okay, well, we don't really have to worry about it repeating itself. Cause I truly cannot do it twice.
1: Yeah. That's how I feel. Like I, and <laughs> so I accomplished nothing, but I do feel like not I don't know, I just have let a lot go with guys and it feels so much better. But this year I want a little more control with the jobs and stuff. I do
2: Well yeah, I feel like twenty twenty three threw shit at you and you dealt with it the best way you could and now like at the tail end of it you're like, Oh, okay. And now twenty twenty four you're like, Now I have all the pieces, I know what I need to do, now it's just putting them together. Like, that's how it kinda has to work, so I do think 2024 will be a lot better. It's just like there's always a chance of something else getting thrown your way, but I don't think it'll be another seizure. So
1: knock on wood on
2: that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think things can only get better. Knock on wood again, even though we might be Mm -hmm. going to a World War Three. What kind of if we are to go into a World War Three, what would be your... Uh, role in war? Like, where do you see yourself? Do you see yourself on the front lines? Do you see yourself as no. a nurse? Do you see yourself as a cook? I think I'd be a cook. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, I would want to be a cook. I would want to care for people in some way. I feel like I like doing that. I don't know about the blood and all that of being a nurse, but I can learn if it's for the best of it's if it will better our people and support our troops then i could figure it out but skylar just throws
1: up win. in an open wound
2: <laughs> yeah or just like you see the bone popping out i'm like no uh. no, no, no no see i i shouldn't be that person but if I, i'm better for like talking about it like let's say people come back from fighting and they need like to talk it through they're going through a little situation a little PTSD whatever I can chat with someone I can hear them out I I would like to do that part which some might say is just as important as resetting a bone I don't know but no I I think it would take a lot for me to do the physical part yeah
1: yeah I do think if Gen Z goes to war they'll finally get rid of the ick
2: you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah,
1: They'll finally see some shit. Not that I want to go to war, and I really hope we do not, but...
2: Yeah, it'd be ideal if we didn't.
1: So good to know that me and Skylar, if we go to war, would contribute nothing. We're like, we don't really want to see blood.
2: Ideally. Um, keep that away from us, please.
1: I also hate but... the sound of guns. They scare me.
2: Oh, I'd just be jumping all the time. Um, yeah, we don't want any of that, but if you, if we can interest you in a quippy little joke, Team USA.
1: (laughs) I couldn't even go to the Olympics, let alone war. Yeah, no. I guess the Olympics is probably harder than war. It's harder to get into, at least.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The Olympics will not take just anybody. The military, depends on which level you're looking at
1: depends on if you got C's in high school or not exactly <laughs> just kidding shout out to our troops thank you so much um thank you. any final thoughts Skylar
2: um you know I'm just I'm, I'm ready ready for 2024 I think This year, like I've hit the point where I'm like, I just need to coast through the next week or ten days or whatever it is. Like,
1: that's how I feel. Can't
2: really do anything else. I just, I just want to get to it. I think I, not that I want to like speed up time, but like, and I love Christmas and all that, but like, I think I'm just ready to, I'm ready to start anew. So, let's just do that.
1: Yeah, I agree. Let's just start fresh, 2024, please. Don't be shitty.
2: And you know how you can make it less shitty by liking and subscribing and giving us five star ratings. Yes. Great plug. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye.